Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, August 15, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We're going to take a look at the big picture. We'll see if there's anything jumping off the page on the daily chart, which there are one or two things. We're going to boil it down to where are we? What's the market doing? What does the bigger picture look like? And what are our expectations going forward? Setting the table a little more, we are in a Monday floater, summer doldrum, light volume, quiet market situation. The buy the dip crowd was out in full force this morning. And it's options expiration week where, as we know, quote unquote, and these are air quotes, weird stuff happens. Not all the time, but weird stuff does happen. So let's kind of give a little bit of a recap. Where are we? Let's start with the breakdown box from before. The market ran up to that point. It trended back and forth for a few days, about a week or so. And then now we're above the breakdown box. That's another leg higher underway. Truth be told, I thought they would have more of a problem with that resistance area. They basically ate time off the clock for a week or so, and here we are, headed to a different place. Okay, fair enough. Now what we need to know is, where is that place, or where are the next set of places? Why are they meaningful? And we'll kind of go from there. So let's start with the next real important place. What is that place? Well... We have an important pivot high here, 429.66. You might say, well, why is that so important as opposed to some other price? Well, other prices are important, but here's the thing with this price. So number one, the market was selling off, and it all of a sudden had some kind of a rescue operation going away, a tremendous up day, and they stalled out just short of the big fat round number, of 430 and then subsequently collapsed. So we know that this price up here is important because it is a breakdown area, meaning the market tried to stage a rally, but it broke down and therefore it's now coming back to test a former breakdown area. Now it doesn't have to necessarily get rejected at this price. Let's talk about what else is up here What's magnetic? What's drawing price in? Well, for one, that pivot high at 429.66. Now it's just short of a big fat round number of 430. In a sense, they're creeping up to this spot. They didn't run up here fast today and get rejected. They're creeping and they haven't really got there yet. When they do this kind of thing and they came up penny short, the high today is 429. 41. They had an opportunity to get to that pivot high, get to 430. They chose not to. Why is that? Well, we don't know a definitive reason why, but what we can see on the chart is right above current price is the 200 period moving average. They've come all this way. Are they really going to stop short of the 200 period moving average at this point? Now, they may for a day or two or three. However, it's likely, it's more likely than not at this point, that they get to and spike through that 200 period moving average. But wait, there's more. And keep in mind, when we go through this, 
This doesn't necessarily mean the market will or will not go up or down tomorrow or Wednesday. We don't know day by day until we show up in the morning what the storyline for the day is. We're talking bigger picture until what? Until it runs into an area that is overhead resistance and will be the stopping point and the beginning of the next leg lower. Or at least for starters, a leg lower. What else do we have? Well, here's a weekly chart, and we have a nice tight trend line from the all-time high to this pivot here that's from the week ending 4-01-2022, or April 1st. It coincides with, and this isn't an exact number, I drew this trend line connecting the tops, but it's not necessarily to the penny. It's more of a concept when I'm doing this on a weekly chart. But it coincides with roughly the 50-period weekly moving average. Now, under normal garden variety conditions, a trend line like this will be A, spiked above, and B, overhead resistance. However, the flip side of that is closing weekly, for example, above that trend line, even starting daily above that trend line, is going to be another bullish signal. This trend line will then become, if the market gets above this trend line, it will then become support rather than overhead resistance. But wait, there's more. Let's say the market has another leg higher. Let's say it gets above the 200 period moving average, which means it's above the important breakdown area or pivot high for 29.66. Let's say... That's going on. Where are they headed? Well, we look to the left. We look to the next breakdown candle high. It's at 438, and we're not saying we know they will or won't get there, but that would be the attempt. They would start climbing that breakdown candle high. And look at this. We weren't even watching this. I didn't think they'd be up here anytime soon or at all, but here we are. There's another breakdown box, very similar to this breakdown box. Now, this one stalled the market for a week or so. Will they even get to this one? We don't know yet, but it's worth knowing about. In the spirit of being prepared, and what we'll say here is if we have a continued melt-up going on, specifically this week or maybe even into the end of August, that's really where they're headed, into this zone right here. Okay, fair enough. So that's our bull case. What about the flip side? What happens if we wake up to some kind of debacle, the sellers came out of the woodwork, what is it that puts out the fire in the market from a numbers perspective? Right now, technically, as long as they stay above 420, there's nothing wrong with the tape. They can come back to test it, but until or unless they start closing hourly and then daily below 420, then the upside and the bull case is still operative. What about inside the numbers today? Was there any money to be made inside the numbers? And the answer is, yes, there was. It was one of those days, even though we had a summer doldrum type of day, we had something for everybody inside the numbers. Let's go through the details. So we wake up and we have a slight pullback going on at zero dark 30. Things can change rapidly, as we know. That's one of the first things I wrote this morning. What happened later on in the morning? things changed rapidly. That goes into the column of 
We've seen this before. What we want to do is take a look-see at both sides in the spirit of being prepared. If they start pushing above Friday's closing price, the 200-period moving average will start to become magnetic and eventually pull price in. We just talked about that. Currently sitting at around 432 on the daily chart and in the never-know camp. First, they would get sucked into 430. Now, we talked about that too. They didn't get there today, but there's always tomorrow. Remember, we're setting the table as you get started, as you're getting your cup of coffee. You're wiping the crap out of your eyes. You want to see what's going on in the pre-market. This is the daily setup routine. In the pullback slash retracement camp, the first big-time place there'll be a test is around 442.5, give or take. Now, that'll be adjusted slightly, but you'll find that number rather interesting later. Then we also put on the board the just-in-case if they got below that, but they never did. So let's see what happens as we start to get closer toward the opening bell, 850. Here's the thing. We've got a decent pullback operation underway. This translates to opportunity. We're looking to buy for a bounce. Where? Glad you asked. The first and logical spot is 423 down to 422.50, which is a zone. And then we have the where is it wrong. I have the where is it wrong stuff. We didn't need that. Here's the plan. I'm a buyer in the zone between 423 and 422.50, likely closer to 422.50, give or take. If they start closing candles below 422, it'll start to look wrong and we'll have another update as needed. It wasn't, but that's what I wrote. On a continued push higher, 426.30, give or take, is the target, which is also overhead resistance. We just don't know if they'll be able to get there. By 946, we see they're going there. 426.30 to 426.65, give or take, should provide a reaction in the other direction. It's fighting the tape in light volume already, but against the high of 427.21, it's a reasonable short opportunity. Running all the way to new highs this morning would be the unlikely thing. Anything is possible, just unlikely. Trader's choice. Now, 9.52, pay attention to this, and then we're going to go to the chart. They're in the short trade zone for those that want the trade. Remember, It starts as a scalp with potential. Above 427.21 on candle closes, and it's wrong. Here's your five-minute chart. Right at the vertical is today's activity. 426.65 to 426.30 was that zone. That's overhead resistance. It was overhead resistance. We can see the market ran up there, so it was magnetic. It pulled price up. Once they got there, they decided to what? Pull back. So they ran up into resistance and they pulled back. They didn't pull back a tremendous amount, but they pulled back nonetheless. So they did provide traders, including Jordan and other traders in the live room, a scalp trade opportunity on the short side of the tape. Some traders, of course, were able to take the ride up to the resistance zone. That's a hop-on kind of trade. It's not for everybody, but we do have traders that are comfortable doing that. So there's where, in part, we had the something for everybody. But wait, there's more. Let's move along, see what else we have. Now think about what happened later in the day and think about the 10.02 post. 
The longer they hang around the highs, if they do, they'll be building energy for another leg in the northern direction. Any trader that's short, this is 10.03, keep a tight leash on the trade and make sure you get something in your pocket on pullbacks. Now pay attention to this one. 425.40 is short-term support. 427.34 is the only thing holding them from another leg higher. 10.03. Back to the charts. 427.34 is what kept them from another leg higher. So once they went back up there, you could see the breakout. They kept going. They basically traded sideways near the highs all day long, or at least all afternoon long. And the bottom line, 425.40 down here, that was support. What's the low here? 425.44. Came up four pennies short, turned around, went back in the other direction. Now here, they also came up short, bounced away a little bit. So when they were coming back here, really wasn't the same trade, but it is support. We're moving along. Let's see what else we have. At that point, we called the short a successful scalp, and the rest became trader's choice. Several traders in the deal, from what I can tell, meaning I heard what was going on in the room, and we also had some emails from traders that are just inside the number members that like to email me, and I'm fine with that when they have success. And from a short perspective, the target for the trailer was what? Was support, 425.40. Let's move along, see what else we have. Had a little issue with the feed today from the table that shows stocks on the move and other stuff, but it was resolved. Wasn't affecting everybody, but it did affect some members. But we did have nice trades on Oxy, XOM, and a screw job on AA. We'll circle back to stocks on the move. You got the crux of what happened today. I'll scroll up. You pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Basically, after the morning, what we'll call the rush hour, the market got into a floater formation, the continued melt-up operation, and the trading really isn't a trader's market anymore. It's a floater's market. You have to get here early to get in when the institutional participation, even if there's only a little bit, is there. Because after that, the market kind of glows into sleep mode and you end up forcing trades along the way. That's not the type of business that I'm in. We take what Mrs. Market gives us and the rest, we just leave it alone. Stocks on the move. We're going to take a look at ExxonMobil. We'll take a look at Oxy, and I'll show you the screw job in AA. FCX and FANG didn't hit their numbers. That means there are no trades. They're off the board. ExxonMobil getting a haircut at the opening bell along with the entire energy sector as oil was getting whacked. The first number opening below wipes off the first number from the board, and the second number becomes immediately activated. 89.70 was the number. Low of day was 89.66. They turned around, went back in the other direction, providing at least the base hit, a stand-up double, and whatever else a trader wanted to take if they wanted to hold on for the ride. Nice trade. Oxy, same to similar routine. 62.75 was the number on the board at zero dark 30. They spiked it, turned around, went back in the other direction. Nice trade. And oh, by the way, the numbers work. Alcoa, the number was 49.88. You could see it peeking through lower left portion of the screen. Low of day happens to be 49.93. Came up about a nickel short, turned around, went back in the other direction. The takeaway is the numbers work. It just came up short. 
What's going on over in Camp IWM? My favorite market leading indicator. They are leading the market, as you can see. Already got to on Friday and surpassed today on a closing basis twice in a row above the 200 period moving average. Where are they headed? 202.50 to 204, 205 in that neighborhood. They could go higher, but that's where they're headed right now. That's the magnetic thing pulling price up. I would put this on a sticky note. If they got to 205.60, give or take, this week, I think it's a stone cold short. At least for a day or two or three, it's a big spot. I have my reasons. Put it on a sticky note. It's this week. If it happens like two weeks or three weeks from now, the market did a lot of stuff in between, and it's not necessarily the same thing. I'm saying if they were there in the next couple, three, four days, I think it's a stone cold short. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Hovering around their 200 period moving average, traders may say, hey, look at that tail candle from last Thursday. Shouldn't they be going down? Well, they're hanging around around the 200 period moving average. So therefore, what I say when I see that is they must have a different destination in mind. 15,410 to 15,460, put it on a sticky note. That's the spot that's drawing price in. What about the Q people? Well, this one sticks out to me like a sore thumb. You can see the breakdown box we talked about before, same routine. Look at this. Here it is. There's another one. They're not going to just blow through that like it's not even there. They didn't just blow through this one. They did get above, but look what happened first. First, they were rejected from the bottom portion of this box. They had a pullback. Then they got above it. This is another box. This is no joke. Look what else it coincides with. If I just take the middle of this box and I draw a line over, you're right at that 200 period moving average on Mr. Q. It's magnetic, it's overhead resistance. We don't know they will get there, but if they get there in short order, that's an area they're not gonna just waltz on through. You know, the whistle past the graveyard routine. It's not gonna happen. XLF, the financials. Interestingly enough, while they did catch up somewhat, they're still trailing the S&P. Let me show you what I'm talking about. So let's just assume that this is similar, not the same, but it's similar, breakdown box. So now they've just basically gotten here into the top end of that box, and all of a sudden we see, wait a minute, look over to the left, and that's the same pivot high we were talking about in the S&P 500. They're nowhere close. Even though it's all the same market and everything trades together, not to the same magnitude each and every day, but when you take a look at the bigger picture, we have a lagging situation with the financials. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. It's at minimum of, of note. What about Smash Mouth? Well, check this out. So they're working on getting above, significantly above, the high that was made back here on the 4th. Well, guess what? Where are they headed? Well, let's look left. We've got this pivot eye here. That's important. But they've already basically tried it, pulled back build some energy to bust through that area. So we're not thinking that that's gonna be bona fide resistance. So where else would they be headed? Next set of pivot highs, 250, big fat round number, that's the spot. Not to say they can't go higher than that, but that's the magnetic thing that's pulling price in at present. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. And that is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode 
of common sense market analysis.